Hey, God bless you. It's Apostle Anthony Wilson. Happy Monday to you. Uh, man, I hope you enjoyed your weekend. I hope you had an exciting time. It was a beautiful weekend. Hope you had a time to go to church and get the word of God and be inspired. We had a power pack this weekend, this uh, this past weekend, with football games and prayer brunch. Oh, man, that prayer brunch was awesome, awesome. So many awesome speakers were involved in that. And then Sunday service was amazing. And so we just had a wonderful, wonderful time this weekend. But I want to say happy Monday to you. And I want to prepare you for this week's uh, episode on uh, Love Thy Neighbor. This week, we're going to be talking about what it looks like to train like an athlete. The Apostle Paul said that he beat his body into submission so that he did not preach to others and himself be disqualified. There is a discipline that it takes to walk with God, a discipline that it takes to grow in the spirit and fulfill purpose and mission. And so we're going to talk about that this week. Uh, We're also going to get into some news. There are some awesome, awesome things happening in the news uh, this past week. Uh, one of the things that jumped out at me, oh, just amazing, was a Chick-fil-A worker in California, Chula Vista. Uh, my daughter's out there in Cali, so hopefully she's heard about this. But a Chick-fil-A worker uh, saved the man's life. And the reason why this is on here is because Chick-fil-A has been in the news for a lot of negative things. But this particular employee, he felt that it was God that put him in the right place at the right time. And so we're going to cut and listen to the news feed from that particular day. A life or death moment outside a Chick-fil-A. An employee running to a man unconscious in the parking lot. He spoke with 10 News reporter Anthony Pura about how he knew what to do to help. That employee says at first he thought someone was just having car problems out here at the Chick-fil-A parking lot. But after a closer look, he realized it was something much more serious. The Chick-fil-A along Chula Vista's Olympic Parkway gets busy, but no customer demand is too much for Taoya Neyuke. The 22-year-old has a reputation for going above and beyond at his job. I am a manager here, so I'm usually inside uh, helping with guests. But on Wednesday night, he was outside when someone needed help in a big way. A man went into cardiac arrest. They were just getting back from eating. They were just going to go home. A camera outside the restaurant shows Tawia running across the parking lot over to the man unconscious by a car, his friends trying to help him. He wasn't breathing or anything. Um, His eyes were rolled back into his head. You can see him doing CPR on the man until paramedics arrived. He later found out what he did saved his life. That was the place where God placed me to be at that moment. Man, I hope that blessed you. Man, just hearing positive things in the news, so much of our news it's such negative things and death and destruction. And, and we want to pray for our nation. We need to be praying for our nation. One of the categories this week was to pray for government, pray for the church, pray for men, pray for women, pray for leaders. We need to be praying for our country, praying for our nation, because there's so many things going on. Something else that jumped off in the news on the thought of prayer was in Alabama. There was a high school 
where a foundation, the Freedom From Religion Foundation, wanted to ban prayer before the football games. Now, in a lot of places, this is a regular tradition uh, that they pray before the football games. As a matter of fact, still in college to this day, my son and a lot of his teammates go down to the end zone and they kneel and they pray. And so these college students were not having it. They defied the ban. They prayed anyway, and their parents and faculty members backed them up. And so I'm going to cut to that story just so you can hear a little bit of what was going on. I'm Tom Haynes, and tonight a fight between faith and federal law at a high school in Coweta County. The East Coweta High School football team regularly gathers for prayer before their games. Now, though, the district says a group called the Freedom From Religion Foundation is warning that it's illegal for coaches or school employees to join students in prayer. Fox News Denise Dillon was at tonight's game and has more on this story. A prayer controversy popped up just recently when an organization, the Freedom From Religion Foundation, warned the school that it is illegal for coaches or any school employees to pray with the students. Well, many of the parents I talked to say they're proud when their kids bow their heads. Immediately after running onto the field, the East Coweta football team bowed their heads and prayed. It's something they've done many times before, but this time, new rules are in place, no coaches allowed. The students have every right for student-led, student-initiated prayer in our schools, uh, but there is there are, there are pretty clear limits as to the role of employees. Last week, a group called Freedom From Religion Foundation warned the school it's illegal for public school employees to participate with students in prayer. The group says they received a complaint and video showing Coach John Small bowing his head in prayer with players. It's sending a message to the students. It's sending a message of school endorsement of religion. The group says it could make some students feel like they're forced to pray. They might realize that, oh, the coach likes this prayer too. He wants prayer to take place. If you feel that the coach is leading the prayer, then maybe I could understand the separation of church and state. He shouldn't be leading it. He is an influencer of young individuals. But what's to say he couldn't take a knee with him and have one of his players stand up and pray? Brian and Michelle Pace's son is on the team. They say if the kids want to pray, they have that right. And they see nothing wrong with coaches joining them. I have my right to pray, and they both have their right to pray. So we'll stand behind Coach Small, and we'll stand behind our boys. Clayton Herndon used to play for East Coweta. The Lord's Prayer at the 50-yard line every game. After the game, we prayed together as well. Now he's a coach and does the same with his players. I coach eight-year-old football team, and I'm, I pray with them every single day. When the players stood side by side tonight, none of the coaches were near them. But many in the stands, parents, fans, students, clasped hands, bowed their heads, and prayed with the team. Amen. So we want to keep those students in prayer. We want to keep those students across the nation um, that are part of FCA programs, 
uh, Young Life and uh, these different student led programs that are across the nation uh, because they're under attack because there are people who don't want prayer, who don't want God in the schools. Uh, They want to bring everything else into the schools. And so if you have children, pray for them every single day when you send them out the door. Don't just send them out the door. Uh, Send them to the wolves because in our school system, one of the topics this weekend in the prayer brunch was the school system. And we really do need to be praying over the school system. As a matter of fact, this evening at 6 uh, p.m., we will have an hour of prayer at Shore Foundation Uh, 1350 Chambers Road, Suite 107 in Aurora, Colorado, 80011. You can come by and visit us if you're in Colorado or Aurora and you're able to make it by. Come and pray with us. Come and pray with us over the nation, over leaders, over neighborhoods, over schools, over families. We want to continue to just pray and pray for change, transformation. Pray for workers that will go into the vineyards and, and risk all to see people give their life to Christ. And so we applaud those uh, young people for standing up uh, for their right to pray, their right of expression, and and we need more people. We're coming into a season where it's going to be important for us to stand up and not back down, that we need to be able to lift our voice and honor God. That's why loving God and loving our neighbor is the most important thing that we can do as believers. Uh, it, it's so often that most people um, associate Christians with negativity and not liking people and having an issue with folks, but we want to be associated with love, the kind of love that bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, the kind of love that never fails, the kind of love that is more important than, than tongues and prophecy and, 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 and mysteries and the kind of love that will reach out and step out beyond the comfort zone to love people even when they don't love us back. Uh, that brings me to one of the, the big things that have been in the news lately. Um, a lot of people have had their opinion on this, but lately uh, the Kanye West Sunday services have been going all over the country. And I've been peeking in to see what's going on. And I don't know what you think. I don't know if if you believe that it's genuine or it's not. I see some uh, uh, conspiracy theorists say, saying that it's a trick from the enemy, that, that the devil is using Kanye West to lead people astray. Uh, I see other people that are just thankful. They are thankful that God has touched his life and that they want to see him grow. Um, it's like when Gamiel... Uh, spoke to Saul at the time. And he said, if this thing is of God, then you don't want to be going against God. But if it's not, then it'll disappear. You'll know a tree by its fruit. And the fruit of eternal life is eternal life, that it will sustain, it will grow, that he will uh, continue to walk with Christ, walk with Jesus, as his song says. And uh, I just have uh, a lot, a, a lot of uh, a lot of people have a lot of issue with this. But at the end of the day, we want people to give their life to Christ and we want people to change their life. And if it's genuine, then we ought to be applauding him and supporting him. Um, if it's not, God will reveal it. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Uh, I want to cut to just a little snippet of his testimony before we get into our particular topic today and hear a word from our sponsors. So let me just cut to this because I just want you to hear a little bit of Kanye West's testimony. 
miracles in my life. Work miracles in our life. You know, the devil presents so many flashy, shiny objects. I have seen everything that the devil could have showed you via TV, videos, car dealerships, jewelry, houses. And I tell you, nothing beats God. Nothing, nothing, and of sound mind. Nothing beats God. Hey, God bless you. God bless you. It's Apostle Anthony Wilson, and welcome back. Welcome back to Love Thy Neighbor. I hope you enjoyed uh, just the positive things in the news. So often we have a lot of negative things in the news, but it's good to hear some positive things. And man, I wish y'all would just call in, email me at lovethyneighbor at yahoo.com or message me on Facebook. Uh, I'm on Twitter at um, Anthony Wilson at Pay Attention. Uh, Instagram, lovethyneighbor.com, um, yahoo.com. Just reach out to me. Let me know what you think of uh, the different things that are happening in the news and give me your feedback, you know, and let me know where you're listening from. Uh, a lot of times uh, I can see a little bit of where we're listening from. I know, um, let me give a shout out um, to the East Coast. First of all, North Carolina, D.C., um, Virginia, Maryland area, area, man. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, the West, uh, the mid, actually the down South in Texas, uh, we got people all over Texas, Austin, Houston. Um, God bless you guys. Uh, uh, Fort Worth, Dallas. Appreciate you guys t- tuning in and listening right here in Colorado, in Denver, Aurora, even down in Pueblo and Colorado Springs. Man, really appreciate you guys listening in and Cali. My daughter's out there in Cali and all you listeners in Cali. We appreciate you and the ones that are overseas uh, in different places like Kenya and France. Uh, we just thank you for tuning in. We pray that you continue to tune in and support. This week, I told you I had a special guest, and I got a treat for you for our particular subject matter on today. We're going to be talking about what it looks like to train like an athlete. The, the, the discipline that it takes to grow in God is the same discipline that it takes to train your body train your body for uh, boxing or football or to be in shape and top tip top physical shape even for things like Muay Thai and mixed, mixed martial arts man athletes have to have such a great discipline Paul said that I train my body like an athlete so that I don't preach to others and myself be a castaway and so man my special guest longtime friend uh, good brother family man uh, he's as busy as, uh, man, uh, there's not a whole lot of people that are as busy as me, and this guy is as busy as me, but it's all good things, being a father, a husband, uh, a trainer, a provider. Uh, man, I just want to welcome you. Uh, what's going on, man? How you how you doing, Buck? Oh, man. Ask me that. How you feeling, man? <laughs> I'm feeling good, man. I'm glad to have you on. Uh, man, uh, so man, what's going on with you, man? You got so many things going on. Uh, can you tell the folks, first of all, how do we meet and, uh, and, and tell, tell them a little bit about yourself as a father, husband, and all the other things that you, you got going on? Oh yeah. I mean, first off, man, I think 
as we add into 2020, you know, that, man, that's about, well, less than six months away. That'll be, uh, man, since 2010, that'll be a decade. Wow. On each other. <laughs> wow. Time goes fast. <laughs> So um, let me ask this. So how, how many how many years? You, I know you're married to an awesome Proverbs 31 woman who's holding you down. You know, all of us that do anything that is significant um, in this world, we know that we have to have that wife that's got our back. Um, how long you been married? Um, and talk to me a little bit about, you know, being a father and, and, and uh, what are your kids' names and ages? years since and we're only a year apart as far as age uh 
she was 15, I was 16, been together 12, and been married eight years. Uh, three kids, we just had our third baby uh, three months ago. His name is Khan. Uh, and right behind them is, uh, right in front of them is a girl named Lyric. Uh, she just turned three. And in front of her is her bigger brother, firstborn, Uriah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You're tight. <laughs> uh, and he just turned five. So, um, yeah, man, just maintaining the the unity in the family um, is, is, is definitely a challenge because you know, you, you just don't see a lot of uh, a lot of couples together. So when you've been together that long, um, and once the years start to pile up, you know, it becomes clear of the sacrifices that was made uh, to maintain something like that begin to take effect. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, some people... Um, always give the advice of, to younger uh, kids and younger couples, like, hey, y'all too young to get married, and you guys haven't experienced life yet. And um, they're dealing with that battle. You know, I, I believe the, the antidote was always, hey, this, this ain't about us. You know, it's about, it's about glorifying God. Amen. And, you know, once... God becomes a satisfaction, you know, uh, that desire to, to satisfy more begins to grow within you. And I, I believe that's that's what always kept us moving forward because some, some days would be hard, you know, um, being real with you guys, you know, uh, my wife's been dealing with postpartum, uh, but we continue to, like Paul did, you know, like the athletes who train their body will transfer that discipline, uh, that form of discipline into the the mental and spiritual realm. Amen. Because um, if you work hard and apply yourself, man, God will return return it to you a hundredfold. Uh, so, man, I, I, love, uh, I love being a father and a husband uh, simply because the the toughness that God builds within you. Well, the Bible says that iron sharpens iron. <laughs> and so I know that, you know, I myself having a strong wife who, who's, you know, who's down like four flats, you know, got my back all the way. Um, it gives you, gives you a strength to know um, that they're, they're right there with you and they're grinding with you. They're training with you in the spirit as well as uh, in the natural. How did you, how did you combine uh, faith and fitness um, to kind of do uh, buckshot fitness and the things that you're doing? Oh, man, see, it's, it's a crazy thing. If you look at, you know, uh, most disciplined athletes with no talent, you know, uh, I'm talking yeah, I'm talking about the ones that you had to start with no talent, um, they have they have to have a stronger character, mm. you know, like a, like a Kawhi Leonard, mm -hmm. uh, and 
that's what keeps them them going. Their greatness is connected to who they are. And it's just reflected in every aspect of their life. You know, so if you ever trained a person <laughs> physically, you could kind of gauge their, uh, their 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 heart is what what they what they call it uh, in the ring. You know, uh, their heart based on how hard they're willing to work and keep going. You know, that's why Rocky Balboa was such a good series. That's my dude. Everybody love <laughs> that series, man. Because <laughs> the heart that Rocky showed, life was coming at him. Right. And he was like, man. And about hard, how hard you hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving. And keep forward. moving forward. Oh man, that's it right there. <laughs> so, and you see that in the word, man. God is like completely, he's breaking people down mm. and rebuilding them back up. Um, everybody knows the story of Joe. You know that's that's probably the most uh, aggressive look. Uh, but everybody that served God in the word. It was like, you know, God was a disciplinary, you know. He's going to see a weakness. Oh, we need to do that. Deal with that. And, man, he just he just begins to, to break you emotionally and, and uh, you know, spiritually and make you into a better version of yourself because that's, that's his plan is to make you better. So uh, with the training... You know, you connect those same principles and you let people know, hey, you know, you said you wanted to do this, you wanted to make a better version of yourself, and you'll be surprised how (laughs) teaching somebody something simple and a simple workout and a simple formula of making them better in something can mold a person and shape a person. And you can kind of test like, ah, okay. They're not very disciplined in other areas, so it's going to affect them in their spiritual life. Amen. That's that man. That's right on point because it does take discipline to grow in God. It takes discipline um, to walk in your purpose, um, and it takes discipline to really understand your calling. You know, and, and a lot of people don't understand that our calling. Um, are the things that God has laid out in the word. Being a husband is a calling. That's, that's heavy lifting right there. That's like, that's like benching that. Would you hit four, uh, five? What was your, uh, <laughs> was, uh, four, 424, 424, you know, and that gave you what, uh, what place did you come in with that? I mean, that was, that was first out of, out of 70 lifters. Wow. And see that takes, that takes dedication. That takes discipline and a lot of times people don't want to put in that kind of work in their marriage or being a father or being a minister. I know I spend hours and hours studying the word of God, but I also spend hours and hours studying my wife. I know exactly when something's off with her, when her mood changes, because the Bible says that husbands are to dwell with their wives according to understanding. And so that's part of my training is that I've got to know her and understand her. It's the same, same thing with my kids, um, knowing how to motivate them and mold them and shape them and encourage them, knowing when they're up and when they're down. You know, I can tell because you're studying your family because as husbands, as fathers, uh, we're trainers to our household. First, before we you know, can train the rest of the world, 
we got we got to be able to train them and uh, a disciplined trainer knows their athlete uh talk to me about how god knows you and how he trains you oh man and he, you know god works with everybody different amen amen <laughs> everybody's process ain't the same some people uh can handle that strong chastisement mm-hmm. you got a few that's just like man like, it seems like god's just showing them showing them favor but husband and a young father uh, I, it felt like the Lord threw me in the trenches I can't be out here 
He knows what opponents are going to give you the most problem because as a trainer, you you know your athlete. And so the Holy Spirit is looking at you and saying, okay, this is what's going to be the biggest problem for you. So here's how I want you to train. Here's how I want you to deal with it. And, and it's good to have that trainer in your ear. Um, the Holy Spirit is the great trainer because he can lead you and guide you into the truth of what's going on around you and in you. A lot of times we don't want to examine ourselves, and as a trainer, you don't you don't really focus too much on the the opponent. You focus on the person you're training and building them up to be the best that they can be. Um, yeah, I, I I I don't want to take up too much time. This is really 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 good. I want you to talk just a little bit about um, you know dealing with Muay Thai and 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 the Eastern you know, arts and things like that. Um, what are some, some, some tests or struggles when you're, you know, you're, you're being a, a Christian, but you're dealing with um, maybe a discipline that carries uh, some other uh, religious ideology, uh, ideologies and things like that. How do you separate the two or how do you, do you merge the two? What do you do with that? Oh yeah. So there's, Talk 
lot of what I'm teaching my clients. Um, I had a proverb from the word or a scripture to um, whatever um, skills being taught for that day. And uh, simply just taking out the things that are, that are sin, of course. Mm-hmm. The second part, as far as being a coach, uh, which is mainly what I focus on, um, because that's a battle play. Everybody knows if you're a trainer, the first thing that comes to mind is, oh, okay, this, this guy's a, a, a pervert or this guy's a, a player. And so dealing with that as far as training the opposite sex, you know, you have to sort of prove yourself. And um, actually uh, turn down some clients if they try to overstep that boundary. Amen. Because <laughs> everybody knows if, uh, if you're training a woman, man, they're, they're going to favor you. I don't care what sport or what you're teaching them, you can be a pastor. Um, some some guys capitalize on that connection and take advantage uh, of a woman because they have that connection. And in most trainers, I've been training for years now and I've been around a lot of trainers and a lot of gyms and you see no there's a lot of infidelity going Mm -hmm. on and and guys and uh the wives wouldn't even know it you know um also as well as his money you know overcharging Mm um there's guys I know that uh not gonna mention any names but didn't have no experience but lie about their experience but because you know, they're hard up for money. They will get people in there. Right. And start teaching them and then get them in the ring with somebody who's have that, who has the credentials and get them toe up from the floor up and they look up, oh, well, maybe I'm just not a good fighter. It's like, oh, man, you got something else is training you. Right. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> Those two aspects, man, they uh, they play a big part. But I focus more on the stereotypes of, of being a coach because that's that's the battle right there. Yeah, you don't conquer that, man. You you'll fall to the to the wayside with the rest. Well, it's it's the same discipline even in being a pastor. It's the same same type of discipline, and yeah. you know, staying focused on God, staying focused on you know service, and not you know going after your desires, your selfish wants and needs, your selfish ambition, like you said, you know, trying to overcharge and trying to, you know, make money and make your dreams come true. You know, your goal as a trainer is really there for the person that you're training. You're really serving them in such a way that you're building them up to be the best that they can be. Now, of course, you know, there's a the side effect to that is that people look at you as a good trainer. But that's because you're doing what you're supposed to do. You're getting the best and the most out of your athlete. I was a coach uh, in football and basketball for years, and that's my goal. My goal wasn't to make my name great. I wanted to make these players great. And, and as a side effect, people say, oh, man, he's a real good coach. But really it was about them. It was about getting them to college and getting them, you know, to be the best that they could be. Um, 
Well, man, this has been this has been real, real good. Um, how can people get a hold of you? Is there a way that if they want to train with you or they want to get get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you? Oh yeah, I do. Uh, I answer emails, um, inboxes. I'm on Facebook, Buckshot Fitness, B U C K F I T N E S S. I'm also on Instagram. Same thing, Buckshot Fitness. Uh, and my my email, my contact, even my number uh, is on both of those platforms. And, um, again, my experience has been uh, powerlifting and Muay Thai kickboxing. So um, just found, found a way to combine the two. And um, everybody that, that trains with me, you know, they're like a kickboxing Mike Tyson. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah, good way to get all of me on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, my email and information is on those two platforms. Hey, Amen. Well, man, this has been an amazing, amazing uh, opportunity to sit and talk with you. I mean, we're good friends, so we get to talk a lot, but getting to share it with our audience. Um, this guy is also... Uh, a producer and beat maker. So, man, he does a lot of other stuff. So when you get a hold of him, there's a lot of things that you can ask him about. Um, man, it's good having you on. Please give uh, your wife and your kids my love, man. Love you, man. I'm glad that, that we had a chance to to get on here and talk uh, and, uh, and just give a shout out uh, to you and what you're doing, man. I, I, man, just keep up the good work, man. Appreciate you, Anthony. Anytime, man, bring me back on. Um, <laughs> I'm going to see if uh, the wife has that time, too. We can both get on and, uh, and chat. But, yeah, I definitely appreciate it, man. Well, well, sneak preview. Me and my wife are going to start a um, – we're going to have a day of the week where we just talk about marriage. And so I have to have you on for that. Uh, now, I didn't, I didn't let the cat out of the bag. I wasn't supposed to let it out till next week. That me and my wife are going to start a, a marriage uh, marriage day that we come on and we just talk about marriage and it's just going to be real talk with with the Wilsons, you know, kind of like we do. You've been to a couple of our our marriage workshops. I don't even know what to call our marriage work. It, it's just we come together, just eat, talk, <laughs> fellowship, and have a good time. And so we're going to do that on air um, and invite couples in to be a part of that. So you guys can definitely be a part of that, man. That's going to be great. I look forward to that, man, because you, you guys keep it real. I love the transparency, because that, that's what people need, you know, uh, currently helping me and mine. So. Amen. Well, man, we had a great show. Uh, to all you guys that are out there listening, um, please support us. Uh, click on the link. Uh, you know, uh, Buckshot's one of my supporters, man. He, he's, he's backed me uh, uh, in a lot of different things, and so... Glad to have him on here, but become a supporter so that we can uh, put out great content and we can reach more and more people. Now, before I go, I like to pray for you guys before uh, I go off the air. And so let's still go to the Lord in prayer. So, Father, I just thank you for Buck and his family um, and what you're doing uh, in his life. And I pray, God, that somebody who is listening would be encouraged, would be built up, would be strengthened, would be empowered. Um, to find their area, find the area that 
um, they need to be built up in, that they need to train in, that they need to work harder in. Because we don't work for our salvation, but we work out our salvation. And so there is hard work in walking with God. There's hard work in training ourselves and disciplining ourselves like an athlete so that we can accomplish and win that eternal prize, not the uh, temporary prize. And so, God, we just thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, appreciate you, man. Love you. Uh, God bless you to all those that are listening. Uh, Till next time on Love Thy Neighbor.